Hello, listeners, and welcome to Seat Time, the online show for the off-road enthusiast. I'm your host for this episode, Dale Spangler, founder of Buzz Media Content Marketing Services, DirtBuzz.com, and lifelong power sports industry marketing specialist and motorcycle rider. Today, we're here to discuss the introduction of a new project from Seat Time founder and purveyor of awesome, Brian Pierce, called Why Ride. Brian, how are you this morning? Well, great. You know, it's the morning that we are recording this, which is for all of you out there, Saturday. And then, of course, I've got my coffee and a little bit of uh, what could be considered a pineful of awesome, but in reality, it's just a bubbly water. But I'm here. I'm ready to talk talk greatness, right? Yeah, I know. Uh, I was thinking about that myself this morning. I was like, well, we're not actually beer drinking, but we're still bench racing, but we're just both drinking coffee instead. Yeah, and that's okay. And I have to ask, Mr. Dale Spangler, do you have your seat time coffee mug that you are perusing your coffee out of? Unfortunately, I do have it, but we're in the middle of a kitchen remodel, and we have stuff scattered all over the place. So it's sitting on a shelf looking pretty, but just hasn't been used yet because I haven't been able to clean it. <laughs> Jeez, it's still got all that bourbon in it, I bet. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's sticky in there. Mm-hmm. So what's this exciting news you'd like to share with the listeners out there? I understand you've started a new project. Obviously, I know a little bit about it because you and I have been working together on it. And uh, But yeah, let's, tell us about it. What's the news? Yeah, so it's called Why I Ride. Um, and it's one of those things where seat time for me has been very passive throughout the past couple of years since the web, web show stopped. I'd go to events like RevLimiter and TKO and bits like that, or even just local events and make videos. I like to ride. I like to showcase the good times that we have on dirt bikes, that kind of stuff. But what I really had trouble figuring out was how to be less passive, more active with seat time, but something that really drove me, right? Like where the where I could find the passion again in talking dirt bikes or things of that nature. What that became to me or what came from that was because I was really trying to use a little bit of all the influence I've, I've had helping people with coaching, right? Like outside of dirt bikes with CrossFit. And I love that inspirational piece of life now that I get to be involved in when coaching and helping people and truly getting to not just help them, but then when they get helped, how much that helps me, right? If I can help somebody, uh, as weird as it sounds, learn how to snatch weight, right, from a barbell a little bit better uh, technique-wise, that makes me feel better as a person, right? There's that reciprocation that happens. And uh, so I was like, how can I create that in, in the seat time, in the dirt bike aspect? And so you and I were talking one day about just we have these stories, we have these ideas that so many of us have never had a chance to tell. And so my, my goal here is to try to find people that want to share the things that they've experienced while riding dirt bikes, while riding mountain bikes, while, you know, while riding and that, that, you know, we're podcasting, but riding is 110% in air quotes because that could be, I think there are no limits, right? I, you try to put what, put that in inside some kind of box. And I think there are trail builders out there that create single track for other people to ride that have inspirational stories about things that happen for them while they're out building those. I want to make sure that people don't feel limited, right? Like we want any, any single person that has been out there trying to make their sport better. And in this case, we're a little bit more of the dirt bike power sports enthusiasts, but we want to, we want to hear those stories and we want to try to help 
tell those stories and get more of those stories out to uh, out to everyone out there who's listening so that we can try to inspire them to have more fun on their dirt bike, more fun on their mountain bike, more fun with their family who, you know, with the families as they're enjoying, you know, this, this great power sport awesomeness that we've uh, come to know and love for literally our entire lives. Yeah. There's, there's so many great stories out there. And, and um, like you said, we, I mean, we've, we've known each other for like, going on probably, probably over 10 years now. I think I've known. Yeah, you it feels like it. Of- yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Feels like forever, huh? Um, but no, like there's just you and I both experienced a lot, and I think it's kind of the culmination of just. And I think it's a lot of things. Like we we've, we've all had with this COVID thing going on, we've all had a lot of time to do a little bit more soul searching, and I think we all want to have a little more meaning in our lives and do do things that make a difference and that you know feel good projects, passion projects, and so. Um, would you say that's part of you know what inspired this project as well? Because I know you've been doing a lot of content for a lot of years, a lot of times for you know next to next to no money. You're just doing it because you have a passion for it, and so I think this kind of fits into that same type of scenario where this is a a passion project that you want to share people's stories and and kind of bring the community together. Does that yeah, sound about right. I would say so because it, it's truly the growth of everything that I feel I've done throughout the past couple of years, right? Like I'm not a huge moto, uh, you know, podcast or anything like that or YouTube channel, things of that nature. Like I, I'm just a guy who really, really, truly does love to talk dirt bikes, love to ride dirt bikes, love to talk mountain bikes, love to ma- ride mountain bikes. I want to... I want to always learn and be around people that want to push me to be better. And so I've kind of realized that some of the changes that I've made in my life throughout the past two years helped me be really ready, right, for this pandemic, which is strange to say, but it's kind of like, okay, cool. Like I I got myself into a really good place before all of this happened. And I've seen and talked with a lot of people that have suffered during all of this. And so I think that mindset's a big part of that. And so, yeah, I kind of sat back and I was like, listen, I have a platform that sits there and it's it, it, it's something that I enjoy doing. It makes me a little bit of fun money and that's okay, right? Like, and I put it right back into it, buy a little bit more equipment, maybe get Liam a part or two for his PW80 and we kind of move forward, right? But that doesn't fulfill me, I, you know? And so I was, I've always been kind of trying to find what that would look like and realizing that what I have learned about myself throughout all of this is that I want to help people and that's the goal, right? Like, so uh, if I can truly kind of like keep kind of like pulling that out, man, I think that, I think that we're going to have some fun with this because one of the things I saw on YouTube that really got me going over the pandemic, I think too many of us spent time on YouTube and Netflix and all the other streaming services is a, a YouTube channel called dream build. And it's pretty darn inspiring to see what this guy did. This guy just took some money, put it out there, bought all of these amazing parts for this mountain bike, and put together this very cinematic, uh, you know, YouTube video of this amazing mountain bike build, and it blew up, right? Like, uh, and now that is his full time job. Like, is telling these stories of putting together these amazing mountain bike builds. Now, for people who don't know, who haven't nerded out or geeked out on building extremely high end mountain bikes or road bikes or gravel bikes or any of that stuff. That may sound a little boring, but that's okay, right? Because that's his niche and he's found the people that resonate with that. And so the stories he's telling, people want to listen. They want to hear, they want to see. 
and I feel that we have so many stories being told or that aren't being told in the dirt bike space from that people, uh, people that do it all, right? People that mountain bike, people that dirt bike, people that have UTVs because of their family that go jeeping and they've done this entire, their entire lives or the people that go spend instead of five days riding in Colorado, they go spend five days in the middle of nowhere building single track for other people to ride, right? Like there's just so many people that we could talk to to kind of like get these stories. And another thing that I found during all this was the, we went fast, right? Like I've known about when it was a king, king of the king of the motos when I was out there, I think 2018 and got a chance to uh, hear about Brent. And I was told to email him and chat with him and see what he's getting ready to launch. And that was when, when he was getting ready to launch, we went fast and to see what he's done with that. And some of the stories that he's telling with people, uh, it's just very inspiring. And I, I want to help try to do that as well. Um, I think the way that he is going about it is different than the way that I would go about it because he's a different kind of storyteller than I want to be, right? And that's okay because we all kind of have our different vantage points. We all have our different opinions and our different ways that we look at things. And so I, I want to talk to people about how and when they got into this, the things that have inspired them to keep going, the things that they've learned, right? Like what they feel, why they ride, you know, and if there's any question to answer, it is the, why do I ride? And if we can pull that out of more people, I think we'll start to realize how big and connected this, this group of power sports enthusiasts really are. You know, you see mountain bikers and dirt bikers for whatever reason, kind of you know, want to separate themselves. And I don't know if that's a mindset thing either. Like they just like, well, no, one has a throttle, one doesn't. So we're not the same. And, and I disagree, right? I've been mountain biking and dirt biking literally my entire life. My first true mountain bike was at 12, but dad and I were riding trails way before that. And I just, I think that there's so much more crossover and that we need to try to find a way to inspire each other to be better and to be a bigger connected community. Because if you want to get even more political, land's closing, right? You see that happen more and more. And so I think if we continue to separate ourselves, um, we're going to see less and less access to more places to go do some of these awesome sports. Absolutely. And like you said, it's, you know, the, it can only help us to all kind of work together as one big community, you know, using, using lands whether it's mountain bike, UTV, motorcycle. And I think this project will help, you know, bring people together with their shared experiences, relatable experiences. And I think the main thing, like you said, asking the question why I ride, it's, you know, it's a very personal, it's going to be a very personal response and answer for every individual person. One person, like you said, might be that selfless person that all they do is go out and clear trail, but they, you know, they don't race or anything like that. That's nothing to do with that. It's about spending time, quality time in the woods and doing something good for their community. And so otherwise, you know, somebody else might be completely opposite where it's all about the competitive aspect of it. So it's going to be interesting to, to hear what others have to say. And uh, on that same note, this whole project, really, you're kicking it off with um, by sharing your answer to why you ride and uh, you ended up making a t-shirt design from us. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. And I would say that this, I think it was one day when I was looking at this t-shirt design as it was kind of coming to fruition in my own head before I started working with the designer, I was like, I think I see something more here. Right. And I don't, I didn't know what that was. Um, and so it wasn't until I started to see the design come together and you and I 
really talked about like wow like that's gonna be a cool shirt design that that and and, you know that might sell okay cool like it, it felt like there was something more and i didn't know what it was and so I took that design, I went to Reddit, I went to Facebook and a couple different Facebook groups, I posted it on all the seat time stuff, and I just said, hey guys, here's a design I I came up with and I worked with somebody on, I ride to feel free, right? I was like, but why do you ride? And it was all those responses. I mean, it's pretty darn inspiring, but also interesting how you said just a little bit ago how personal. Like some of the responses that I got from people were amazing. Um, you know, it, it, it's so much so that when they would talk about anxiety, depression, drinking problems, you know, potential personal problems, right? Like you could tell that there's more there that if you were to, if, if those people were willing to open up a little bit more and you were to truly dig into what writing actually does for them, how it potentially could have even saved them. I think that there are some damn inspiring stories. And so that's that's when I was like, holy moly, like, how how do I do this more? And that's, I was, again, my friend Jeffrey Fryer, him and I have been on a couple different podcasts before. He's, we've, we've got some small ideas that we'd love to kick off in the near future, but, you know, time and time and effort, we'll see how that goes. But it was spending more time with him and talking to him, talking with him about some of the responses as well. It's just kind of like, okay, how, how? Do I get those people to open up? Are they willing to do that? And that's where I was like, okay, well, I need to figure out how do I ask these people, why do they ride on a bigger platform than just going to Facebook and, and posting a picture and, 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 and pointing that question out? So that's where kind of like why I ride came from. But it's like kind of like swing it back to the I ride to feel free. Like that was the first question I asked myself. It's like, so why do I ride? And it's like, I ride to feel free. There are so many things in life that put the mustard and the mayonnaise up, right? You're driving on the road and you're, you've got to keep one lane on the left side and you have to keep one lane on the right side, right? You, you don't have a choice there. Now, you may be on a two-lane highway, a four-lane highway, and you have a little bit of a choice. But in the long run, you're following that path. And I feel like, unfortunately, life, a lot of the time that it feels like that is the case, that we don't have a ton of choices that we've just set ourselves up for following whatever path is in front of us. I disagree with that, right? Like, But I feel like a lot of us feel like life does that to us sometime. There's a much bigger discussion to have there in the, in the future, I think, about that. But what I know for a fact is, is that when I'm riding my dirt bike or when I'm riding my mountain bike and I'm on this piece of single track, I don't have to stay on that piece of single track, right? The next curve that I come to, I might be able to turn off or the next whatever I see. If there's this in the woods, there's this path that goes up. It's like what what adventure lies beyond that that I can't see and that I want to go, you know, that I want to go experience that I have no clue what I'm setting myself up for. And I think we experience that a lot in Colorado. If you go back and watch some of the seat time adventures videos that are out there or if you were to just go, you know, Colorado single track on YouTube and see what happens out there, even if you go ride the same trails over and over and over again up there, it just feels so experiential because of the fact that it's ever evolving, it's ever changing. When you come to any kind of a crossroads, you could take a left, you could take a right, you could turn around and ride that trail backwards, and it's 100% a different experience. Where, again, if we go back to the highway thing and you just turn around on the highway, right, like it 
pretty much feels the same. It's just a road. You're just going in the same path in one direction, whatever way it tells you to do. Um, and so I love the fact that I can be out riding and be as fast as I want to go. I can go as slow as I want to go. I can take the trail to the left, take the trail to the right, just sit on my mountain bike. I can talk to the people afterwards and bench race about all the riding that we just did. And so when I was thinking about why I ride, it's like I ride for that. I ride for those moments of freedom that I feel that don't control me or that don't feel like I'm quote unquote stuck in a rut. Um, And I feel like those are some of the things that my entire life of riding dirt bikes and mountain bikes with my father, with his friends, and then creating my own friends to do that and my own you know, bench racing buddies, people like yourself, people like Bloody from back in the early days of seat time, right? Like all the all the uh, rogue posse guys that I used to ride mountain bike with. And then, of course, all the Texas crew and everybody here that, that does all the uh, awesome events and stuff. Like I share things with those racers and riders that are at a deeper level than I do with a lot of other people in my life. And it's because of the fact that what we do, we can relate to so well. And I'm hoping that we can do that on a much larger scale and connect people in a way that they've potentially never been connected before, um, you know, through the power of the internet and these stories and things like that with my, I guess, I ride to feel free first design idea. Amen, brother. I, lo- I love that. Like your explanation there, because it definitely makes me feel free too. You know, like there's nothing better in a lot of ways if you're having a tough day to go out and go on some type of ride whether it's a mountain bike street bike dirt bike and you come away just feeling refreshed and you know there's that old saying mototherapy a lot of people throw around i think it's really true so i mean life life is definitely a culmination of experiences and i mean you've spent years creating content so it just sounds to me like the why ride project is just a result of those accumulated experiences. So, which is very, very cool. <laughs> which, which is either good or bad for the people out there, right? Like, for, <laughs> some people might think all the stuff that I've done is absolute garbage, and they're like, "Oh, cool, more crap." Um, and and it seems that some people enjoy what I've done, and I hope that that's the case, right? I hope that the people that enjoy what I've done find more enjoyment in this and potentially create a deeper connection with the people in their life, right? They don't, if they have a deeper connection with me and what I create, phenomenal, right? Like, I hope that's the case. I hope that they reach out and tell me that what I did inspires them. But in reality, what I hope happens even more is that they go to the people in their life, the people that they wake up to, the people that they, you know, uh, that they push, that they drive to school with, right? The people that they ride with on the weekends, that they high five before and after races, that they share with those people how much more those people mean to them in their life. Um, that's where we win, right? Like it's it's cool to be inspired and want to be more like somebody that you see on the internet, but it's better when there are, you can have deeper connections with the people that are in your everyday life. You can inspire those people and you can push them to be the better versions of themselves um, and, and, and truly enjoy and create better experiences with those those people. I think that's where we win, right? Like, is if we can help people there. Absolutely. And then even inspire others to, you know, cross the aisle, I guess, so to speak. And the next time they're out and they're at the trailhead and they see a UTV driver or they see a mountain biker, go up and say hi to them. You know, they have a, they have a reason why they're, they ride and why they're there too. And 
it might be an interesting story that you connect with. And so I think all of us, you know, becoming more of a, a community is, is not a bad thing. So God, um, it, it's weird. You say that. And I just had a, a vision, right. Of like, of, of people wanting to carry why I ride stickers with them. And like, they, like you just said, like, say we're in Colorado and there's mountain bikers on the trail. And instead of you know, expecting them to give us the right away because we're the dirt bikers, we're the faster, louder thing, right? Like we realize that we're 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 in this together. We're we're doing our our two separate enjoyments of the same trail at the same time. Stop the motorcycle, whip out a Why I Ride sticker, hand it to them, and tell them, you know, like, hey, it's awesome to see you out here. I wanted to share with you why I ride. I wanted to share with you why I'm out here. Because obviously you're out here for your enjoyment. Well, this is why I'm out here. Would you mind sharing with me why you're out here? Because then we're we're creating that connection, right? We're we're actually truly giving a shit about the other people that are in our lives that we need to care about more. Um, there's tons of people, right? We could go into the. Ah, I'm sure with that statement, we could get crazy in death, but that's not what this place is for. But so many times in riding in Colorado. I have felt like such an asshole because I'm riding with a group of guys that just blast down the trail because they're the dirt bikers. They feel that they're the faster riders because they have the throttle. They're the louder ones. They want to quote unquote, get out of other people's way quicker when that's one, if we just go to the right away stuff, like that's not how it's supposed to work, right? Like hikers have the right away, then mountain bikers, then dirt bikers. But again, whole nother political discussion if we want to open up that Pandora's box. Um, but I, I, I almost think that it's one of those things where the conversations that we have with our own friends that we've been traced about at the end of the day, if we could get to the point where we see somebody on the trail and we we're at a point where we want like, hey, why are you out here? Tell me what's, you know, why do you ride and be able to hand them a physical sticker that's like, here's, you know, here's why I ride. Share this with the next person, you know, and it's almost like this thing we could pass on um, every time we see somebody. Like, I think that we would be so much more connected um, and realize that we're, you know, we're much more in this together than I think a lot of people want to admit. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, Times couldn't be better to have more mutual respect for one another, and and like I said, it's only gonna it's only gonna help all of us if we can all kind of get to come together a little bit more and not be so separated. Yep. So this project, I'm really excited to see where it goes. Obviously, I'm a little biased because I've I've seen this develop along the way, and um, but I think it's I think you're really onto something here, and um. So how can people get involved and support the Why I Ride project? Maybe grab one of those cool new shirts, I Ride to Feel Free. Tell us a little bit about how they can share their stories with you and maybe be the inspiration for a, a new uh, shirt design. Yeah, absolutely. So that is the goal, right? So when you share your stories with us, um, uh, and I'll tell you how to do that in a second. When you share your stories with us, what I want to do is I want to curate these stories and I want to create quarterly designs based around them. I would love to say monthly, but I'm just not in a place to be able to make that happen. If this takes off, that's a different story. Doubt it will, but that's just me being like, I know my level of effort ability right now just with life, work, um, and family. So it, it, the, the biggest thing is, is what you're going to be able to do is go to seattime.co, right? That's the website. Look there for the why I ride up either in the navigation or the CTA there in the header, which is the call to action. And on that first article, kind of the about why I ride project, 
Ooh, excuse me, you're gonna be able to find a, it'll take you to a Google form. And that Google form has five questions. And if you want to be, I would love it if you'd be as detailed as possible. That's the goal, right? Like that's gonna separate the, the people that I'm gonna be able to work with because I don't have the time, unfortunately, to work with every single submission. So you need to sell me, right? Like I, I want the emotion. Like if there truly has been someone, it, that's it. I want you to open up as much as possible. Um, when you're filling out this form, if you're wanting to support the movement, right? Like in, in the sense of like, you want to, you like the iRide to feel free design and you'd like to support that, that can be available at shop.seattime.co. So there's going to be shirts, hoodies, mugs. Uh, I'm working on some sweatshirts. I do have some, um, a lot of people have been like, why aren't there seat time beer mugs, right? Like pint glasses. And I can tell you this money. <laughs> Like they, they don't exist because I, it, it, this is not something that I quote unquote sinking my life savings into. Right. But I already have something in the works. And so once we do raise a little bit of funds, um, a little bit of capital from hopefully selling some of these shirts, I'm going to reinvest that back in there. And then I promise you there will be beer pints uh, available on the shop and you'll see those. Obviously I will post about those. And then I'd say, so that's the two ways, right? Like really, like if you want to submit your story, go to seattime.co, find the why I ride post, and then go to the Google form that you can get to from that and submit that. Second thing, shop.seattime.co. Check out all the merch. If you like something, please purchase it. And if you don't, that's okay. Just share it with other people, right? Like check out what this guy's trying to do. How cool is this design? What design would you like to make? Like if you had I ride too, dot, 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 what would that be? Just share that with me too. You know, you can use the why I ride hashtag, seat time hashtag, pintful of awesome hashtag, tag seat time in why I ride posts, right? Like just to get more connection around that would be phenomenal. And then sidebar, what I would like to get this to be able to do is certain percentages of, uh, and I don't know what that looks like because again, I'm fairly ignorant to how this works. I'll be completely honest. That 2%, 5% of any profits that come from the Why I Ride specific stuff would be donated to different types of charities or organizations, nonprofits that are organized around trying to keep our trails open, right? Like I know, like if I were to speak to a little bit of my history, uh, I've done the Colorado 500. And I know that one of the things that they've done is uh, donating money, right? To different local area places around Colorado, Colorado 600, right? Like they've donated money to different legal funds, Coveco in Colorado. I know that. So there's an AMA, right? Like a lot of that isn't just to exist to high five each other on the weekend. There are legal reasons that those those nonprofits exist and to try to fight for our rights to continue to have access to land. And I want to and I want to find ways to support that. So if anybody listening to this is an accountant or knows an accountant that would like to help me understand how to get to a place that I can do that, I would love to talk to them. That is something that I know that this is kind of me saying, hey, if anybody's willing to help, please reach out because I'm very ignorant to how to potentially do that. But I think if we could find ways to donate to say again, if we went in one of the iRide shirt designs was based around a trail builder. Right. And we were able to donate funds to a specific area or a specific trail builder to be able to build some cool new features. And then we were able to have like a big old opening weekend at some new trails because of the fact that we were able to donate money to what they were working on. Like that would be phenomenal. Right. Like that's those are the kind of end goals I'd like to get to. But again, 
In the long run, if we're just sharing stories and creating better connections between all of us, that's okay too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, things like one one that came to my mind was something like the Blue Ribbon Coalition that, that I believe is based here in Idaho where I'm at. Right. And that would be phenomenal to be able to donate. I mean, to be able to write a check and be like, thank you for what you do. People supported my movement. I want to use that, but they supported my movement also to help your movement. So let's let's do this together, right? Let's continue. But again, I'll be completely honest with that I'm very ignorant to how that works in the sense of like setting up your um, accounting, right, to account for knowing that X amount of percentage is going to go to a place and be able to do that correctly without getting in trouble with the law. We can figure it out. But no, what's that? So what another question I had for you is what? So what happens with the when someone submits their, their story? What happens with it then? Then uh, there's there's a potential that they could. Uh, end up inspiring a design, right? Yeah. Okay. So sorry. Yeah. Going back to that. So you submit your story. Like the, the, the whole goal is if, if you are chosen, then I'm going to, you know, reach out to the, the quote unquote winner, right? If we're going to give this, somebody's a winner in this case. And, and I want to, one, I want to tell your story. So we're going to do a podcast. We're going to break down and do a video. We're going to put out a, a, an entire article on the whole thing and then also try to come up with a design, right? So that's the whole goal is that we create a very cyclical system here so that we can not only tell each other's stories and help inspire other people, but we can also put cool stuff about your story out into the world um, for people to you know, latch onto and really and then try to inspire other people through. Absolutely. And then hopefully that just kind of snowballs like we did, you just talked about and you're able to continue to help some of these organizations keep keeping our trails open and keeping us all able to, you know, be able to go out and ride. Yeah. Um, I think I think it'll be interesting, right? Like um, I'm excited to to read some of these stories because of the fact that what I received just in the, the happenstance of, you know, asking people why they rode on Facebook groups and Reddit and things like that, like, it's pretty crazy, like in a good way, in, in a very amazing way, uh, how open people uh, chose to be in some of those very public platforms. Um, so, you know, for the people like myself that, that are a little bit more of an open book, um, you know, I, I think we'll get some really good stories and would be even cooler, right, is the people that maybe have a story that they've never told. And we could talk to those people and learn um, and help them maybe share something that they've never shared before and they have that desire to like that would be freaking phenomenal so absolutely yeah i just uh I, I mean it's hard it's hard sometimes to you know in these divisive times let's face it we're in one of those you know times in in history that's very divisive at the moment but you know to be able to look at somebody with and have some empathy and realize that you know everybody has stuff going on in their lives and and who knows you know and so you're right. Like some of these stories might be the first time they've ever been told and they might be absolutely, you know, gut wrenching or inspiring or, you know, tear jerking, you know, it's good. I think that you're going to get some really good stuff and uh, I'm excited to see where you go with it. Yeah, I agree. It, it would be, yeah, I am too. Um, and if nothing else, it's just, you know, just to be able to chat with some of these people in the near future about dirt bikes. Again, the bench racing aspect of this uh, is that we've had throughout the years has been the coolest thing. Um, so this is really just an extension of, of, of you know, bench racing on the internet, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thanks everybody out there for listening. I think uh, um, you guys are, it's going to be fun to hear from you guys and, and uh, hopefully get involved with the uh, Why Ride project.
Absolutely. And so, guys, uh, remember, I'm Brian Pierce. I am your purveyor of awesome. So Seat Time has been around for a long time. Started as a podcast, went to a web show. We've been making YouTube videos for 10 plus years, it feels like. Uh, and you can find all of that at seattime.co. There are literally, you could probably go almost go a year straight of watching and or listening to Seat Time content. So if this is this if, if this was sent to you by a friend and you haven't checked out anything Seat Time related, please go uh, check that out at seattime.co. You can find any of the uh, shirts uh, and, and designs that I've had throughout the years and where Why I Ride will live in the sense of the product, the merch itself, is going to be at shop.seattime.co. We're on the Instagrams, we're on the whatever, whatever, slide up, swipe into the DMs, you know, whatever the kids do these days and stuff. But um, I'd love for you to reach out. If nothing else, you know, just just stop by, slide into the DMs and say hi and let's talk dirt bikes. I think we got it, huh? Was that it? Was that the end? Yeah, I think that's the end. <laughs>